this wine is the best wine there ever was guys Daba. it like tastes so fucking good and there's literally like no hangovers or i mean you still get a bit hungover but like not like the normal way that you would get hungover from drinking <laughs> like me and my sister drank this one night and we woke up the next day and we literally felt fine and we had drank like one bottle each not recommending that also speaking of drinking too much <laughs> yeah so speaking of drinking too much i actually my mom just literally goes to me ashling you know you shouldn't be drinking by yourself and i was like oh no mom don't kill my vibe like i'm trying to record here we like to drink a little red wine sometimes not all the time it's nice for recording you know by myself like i want to get a little lit i'm sorry and then she was like that gets addictive when you drink by yourself i don't know about you but i never really get i don't think i've ever felt like i was ever going to be addicted to alcohol like it's just not something that ever has affected me in that way like yeah I've drank a lot over my lifetime over the past like seven years of me being legal <laughs> that makes me feel so old seven years but um it's never been something that I felt like I would you know be it would become problematic for me I think if I drink by myself that actually is more um I can control myself more than if I'm out with people like we all know when you go out that's when bad shit can happen when you're drunk at least if you're by yourself in your room like not too much bad shit is gonna go down except maybe you'll start an OnlyFans like <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah let me know guys like am I a sad loser for drinking alone like my mom thinks or like it's quarantine as well so it's like I mean there's only so much places that you can go and drink like a lot of people have been drinking at home it's become a normal thing to do like even by yourself like and the stories I'm about to tell today, I was like, I need a little bit of wine just to like fuel myself for what I'm about to talk about. So yeah. Um. Anyways, guys, welcome back to You Can't Make This Shit Up. This is episode 14. I mean, I'm actually so happy that um, you have been listening this far. If you have been listening this far, if this is your first episode. I'm really happy that you're here as well. Um, because this podcast, it feels like it's my first child and, um, I, this is going to be a solo episode again. I've done like two other solo episodes, but this episode is actually going to focus on very much the theme of the podcast, which is you can't make this shit up. So like someone actually asked me today, what is your podcast about? And I was like, it's really for people to share stories, like <laughs> stories, especially the kind of stories that you can't make up, like the shit you can't make up. So that's what we're doing today. <laughs> and you're going to see, it's going to be my two kind of sugar daddy experiences. That's what the podcast is going to be about. I've waited so long to tell these stories. I sometimes like when I was younger I used to live my life based on like the fact that I knew that I would be telling these stories in the future and that they would be such fun stories to tell like I would literally do things for the story time if you get me so before I begin this episode I want to give a shout out to another podcast that I want all you guys to go and check out it's called the 17 podcast 
seven, the number seven, and then teen, T-E-E-N. And it's by this guy called Saish, I think his name is. Uh, it's all about spirituality and positivity and overcoming things, the challenges of life. And I think you guys would really like it. So you should all go check it out and go follow him and yeah, give it a listen. So now let's get into this episode, guys. Okay, so I don't know which story to start with. Okay, I guess we'll go in chronological order. That would make the most sense. All right. Okay. Okay, so I need to take you guys back to 2018. (laughs) So 2018, this was a time in my life where I was like very, very carefree, very adventurous, very like up to like have fun and to get into crazy situations. Now, I mean, I still am like that. People that know me will know I am still like that. But I was just very, like, very much that way in 2018. Like, to the max level you could possibly be. So, I'm going to take you guys back to January 2018. It was a few days after New Year's Eve. So, we had just hit 2018, you know. And... Um, me and my friend, we, let's just call my friend Sarah, let's call her Sarah for this purpose of the podcast. We had no phones at this time, okay? Now, we had been at a party on New Year's Eve, amazing party with these random people, and my friend Sarah had ended up with the clothes of one of the boys we we don't need to get into the details as why she had his clothes but let's just say she had his clothes okay so a few days after new year's eve this boy he was like i need my clothes back so we were like okay we'll drive to you because i drive and we'll give you back your clothes so (laughs) so we get in my car and we go driving now as i said we had no phones at this time so we had to print off Google directions, Google map directions of where we were going. And um, I think everyone kind of knows that never normally ends well when you have a printed off directions. Like I haven't done that in so long now. Like Google Maps itself is hard enough to use, like the app version of it, like the internet version of a map. So imagine a fucking printed map, like anyone that can read a printed map, well done, honestly, I would like to be you. But <laughs> so we get in the car, we drive off and we're just like, we don't fucking know how to read this shit, but let's just try our best. Of course, we get fucking lost. We get so lost. But I think like my memory is kind of vague, but we did make it to his house. But like three or four. Oh, my God. Actually, yeah, like three or four hours after we were supposed to be there. And by this time, we had actually already like had to stop in a petrol station and like talk to someone there to try and find out where we, were, where we were going and he ended up bringing us into the stock room of his petrol station and gave us food and stuff that, that's a whole well I mean that's not really another story but like just very funny to think about the fact that like basically the things that happen when you don't have a phone because you actually have to go and ask people for help <laughs> anyways I'm gonna carry on <laughs> so we <laughs> We get to his house, it's like really, really late because we got really lost and he doesn't answer the door because he's probably asleep. So we're just like, fuck this shit, we drove all this way for nothing because he won't answer the door. 
I think we were like throwing stones at his window, literally, like to try and wake him up. Oh my god. Anyways, we're like, fuck this shit. He's not coming to the door. Let's just get back in the car. We get back in the car and we try and get home. Now, I don't know if we got lost again on the way home because we end up um in like Dublin city. Like we end up in the full-on city. I think we it was like a Wednesday night, so we were driving around and we could see all these people coming out from clubs because it was like 4 a.m. So there was people literally like all over the streets, like proper drunk. And we end up driving down one of the streets of Dublin. Fuck, I forget the name of it now, but it's like where all the nightclubs are. Um, <laughs> so we're driving in the street and like, this just shows the mindset we were both in at the time. So, okay, it's a bit blurry, my memory, but basically we were like stopped in traffic or something. And we see this man come out of a club and he's like being really loud, talking to the bouncers and making jokes and stuff and we like roll down the window and we like say something to him but I don't even know what we said and he ends up coming towards our car and for some reason we tap okay guys this is the weird part and I feel like everyone's gonna be like Ashling, what the fuck why did you do this but this was like Ashling two years ago so you can judge her all you want because I'm a new bitch now okay <laughs> anyways so we tell this man to get in our car <laughs> okay let's <laughs> let's just call him Rob let's call him Rob for the purpose of this podcast because I can't even remember his name to be honest anyway (laughs) so so Rob gets in our car okay and (laughs) like Sarah's in the front I'm next to her he gets in the back seat and we're kind of just like, wait, what the fuck? He's in our car. What the fuck? But we have to keep driving, okay? So we keep driving. And he is, like, drunk. And he's just talking loads and loads. And he just starts saying, like, that he's in the um, Russian mafia. And that he owns a boat that's somewhere in the river. Like, the Liffey or something like that. I don't even know. Somewhere <laughs> somewhere in Dublin, basically. And um, he starts telling us about his girlfriend. He starts telling us all these stories. And we're just like, okay, we'll we'll give you a lift back to your boat. Now, the logic behind this, honestly, like, why the fuck did we let him get in the car? Like, why did we say we'd give him a lift back? We were literally just... (laughs) We were just... You know, I can't even explain the logic. I'm not even going to try to do that at this point in time. But anyways, so we're driving and like we're like where's your boat like we'll bring you to your boat where the fuck is your boat (laughs) and he is like drunk so he's like not really being able to give us much direction so at this point we're like right it's getting so late we are hungry as fuck we're gonna have to stop and get food so we stop we park the car by the way I was so tired at this point like I've been driving for so many hours um so we find this like burrito place and we go in and he gets us he gets me and Sarah burritos and like drinks and whatever and we eat meanwhile we're just like what the fuck is happening like (laughs) anyways so we eat all the food whatever we get back in the car we're still trying to find his boat (laughs) this is story what the fuck and um we end up needing to get petrol because my petrol tank was like getting so fucking empty so we go to a petrol station 
and I fill the tank of petrol and he just goes into the shop and top and pays for the for the petrol he pays for like 50 euros worth of petrol oh shit um (laughs) yeah he pays for like 50 euros worth of petrol and me and Sarah were just like wait what oh my god that's when it started to hit us like wow like we can kind of um milk this man right now (laughs) anyways so I was like okay blessed thank you then he gets back in the car and we keep driving trying to find his boat okay we try to find his boat and (laughs) this sounds fucking ridiculous oh my god anyways guys I'm gonna speed up with the story we don't find his boat okay shock her where are you guys surprised we know we don't find his boat oh and by the way in the meantime he had gone live on instagram okay he had gone live on instagram and we were on his live instagram okay because that's this is going to be a key part of the story for later anyways we don't find his boat we're like (laughs) one thing led to another i don't even know how this came up but we were like listen it's so late we can't drive home at this point you're gonna have to get me and sarah a hotel room because we we can't drive home we don't know where your boat is let's all just get a hotel room okay so um we end up going to this hotel and it's probably like 6 a.m at this point and Sarah goes in with him to try and like book a room and she's like I'm gonna pretend to be his Russian daughter and you need to come in or (laughs) and she was like when you come in later after you park the car you make sure you have a Russian accent so it sounds believable I just don't even know what the fuck. I can't believe this story is real. Anyways, so, <laughs> so um, I'm like, I can't find a parking space. So I'm still like outside the hotel waiting for them to see if they can get a room. I think there was a few like complications because it was like 6am. So like you can't really get a hotel room for that night at 6am. Like it would start from the next day. But they managed to get one. And then we're like, right, we need to go into the fucking parking. Uh, what's it called? car park we need to go into the car park of the hotel to park the car so we go into the car park and oh my fucking god this car park is like the narrowest car park you have ever seen in your life it literally took me a half an hour to park the mat rob was getting really angry and we were starting to think fuck like we should just fucking go home like this is fucking weird because we couldn't fucking park the car and like it was it was just a (laughs) very very strange but basically, we ended up parking the car, we go into the hotel room, and I think we, like, me and Sarah were just, like, so shook. We were like, holy fuck, like, did we manifest this experience? Like, we literally got someone to pay for a hotel room for us. So me and her slept in the double bed, he slept in the single bed, it was, like, a three-people room. And because we got it in the morning time, we had the hotel room, like, for the whole next day, plus night, if you get me. So we all go to sleep and we wake up the next day and we're just like, what the fuck? Like, we're literally, what? We're in a hotel room in the middle of Dublin. How the fuck did this happen? Like, we were just going out to give some random boy back his clothes and now this has happened. <laughs> so we wake up the next day and me and Sarah are hungry. So Rob slash sugar daddy... <laughs> orders us room service and because me and Sarah are both vegan (laughs) um 
Rob tells the room service people on the phone like oh like my my friends are vegan like do you have anything special for them and the chef of the hotel ends up coming up to our bedroom to like ask us for our special vegan request (laughs) we were like what's going on and so then he makes us these like special vegan sandwiches and they were so fucking nice and then like we just like showered and like we then we left the hotel and we ended up like leaving him to go home but we were planning to come back the next night or that night sorry we were planning to come back that night to the hotel because we still had it for that night and we were like hoping he wouldn't be there but so basically what ended up happening was me and my other friend let's say my other friend is uh let's call her Rachel so (laughs) me and Rachel end up going back to the hotel that night and he's there again Um, and we ended up staying there again that night in the hotel (laughs) and we went out in Dublin and everything and we ended up staying in the hotel um so yeah that was basically my sugar daddy my 24 hour sugar daddy experience like it's not obviously a real kind of sugar daddy experience but like he did get us a few things we stayed in a hotel we didn't do anything with him like nothing at all don't even get your minds twisted fucking dirty ass bitches don't think things like that no I was in like the peak of my finesse mindset back then (laughs) so yeah that was my first sugar daddy story So yeah, that was the first story I was planning on telling today. Um, Like I said, I don't, I don't think I would do that today. Um, That was very much Ashling, age 23, like just trying to go crazy. Um, I would never let a man get in my car today. What the fuck? No, I do not recommend it. Like me and Sarah were lucky like that nothing happened and we only got like um, positives from the experience, but that is not how it would be like all the time if you pick up a random man in your car like I do not recommend it but I think everyone knows not to do shit like that but this is this podcast is about the things that you can't make up like the shit you can't make up so that's why I'm telling the story for your entertainment (laughs) oh I actually also forgot so you know the way I said that he went live on his Instagram um yeah so basically he had a girlfriend or like five girlfriends or something and well okay he had a girlfriend let's just say he had one girlfriend and uh the next day he was like on the phone for ages and then he was like really upset and angry because his girlfriend dumped him because she saw there was two girls in his instagram live aka me and sarah so yeah that was obviously some chaos that chaos that ensued in his life because of this experience but um I wonder how he is today honestly like I wonder how he is I wish I could remember his name but I can't so yeah okay so story number two so story number two takes place only like probably like three months after this story okay I was still very much in that like finesse like opportunistic life set life set mindset sometimes I can't speak guys I'm really sorry (laughs) 
So this is actually, this story happened when I had already moved to Brighton. So I had been living in Brighton for like a few weeks at this point. Uh, me and Robin, we were staying with our friends there and we went out one night and we went to a club. I know, right? Such a surprise. We went to a club. Um, but basically in this club, I met this boy and um, this boy was like so cocky and just so arrogant but he kept talking about how much money he had okay I'm gonna get water he was literally in my face like I have so much money I am and also he was French so he was like I am French France is the best country in the world I don't think that's a French accent but basically he was just like very obnoxious okay very very obnoxious oh shit and um I was like oh really you have a lot of money okay and <laughs> at this point like I did not have a lot of money so I was like kind of half joking but half being serious I'm not gonna lie I was like um well do you want to help me um with paying my deposit for my apartment because at this point I was trying to find an apartment in Brighton so I needed a deposit and he was like yes 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 and I was like okay great and then I was like do you want to just transfer me like a thousand pounds into my account like I was saying this stuff like as jokes you know like this is the way that I talk to people when I'm out like you know it's just like funny but he was like yes I'll do it yes 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 okay now I'm not gonna lie he was a little bit drunk but um that doesn't give you an excuse to be super obnoxious and cocky anyways so he takes out his phone and he goes onto his like banking app and I'm like are you serious right now like what the fuck and he's like he can't remember his pin to get into his bank account so I'm here thinking whoa this boy is like super super rich he's gonna send me a thousand pounds right now what the fuck <laughs> anyway so um he can't remember his pin to get into his bank account his online banking so I'm like oh fuck's sake because my hopes were like my hopes were going up you know I was like shit am I about to get like a lot of money right now for nothing anyways he can't get into his account so I'm just like okay well do you <laughs> okay I don't condone what I did in this part um you guys can judge me whatever you can go and judge me like I accept it because it is kind of bad but I basically said to him well we can go to the ATM if you want <laughs> if you because you see he couldn't remember his online bank account number password thing but your ATM password is different right so I was like let's let's just let's go to the ATM <laughs> so basically he's like okay so we leave the club, which I don't also recommend. This is not a good idea. Never leave your friends in a club ever, ever. I have been in so many situations that like are not safe and I don't recommend them. But as I said, I'm just telling these stories for entertainment purposes, not as something that you should live your life by. So we end up leaving the club and we walk to an ATM. So we like walk by the beach because we're in Brighton and we get to the ATM and he puts in his card and... <laughs> so he puts in his card and I think he types in or maybe it was me I don't know we type in like a thousand <laughs> we type in 
that day is on his account, yeah? And um, it's like insufficient funds. <laughs> insufficient funds. This man who was so rich, okay? Bragging about his money to me for like an hour. And anyways, whatever. So there's not a thousand pounds. So then I'm like, okay, let's just type in 200. There's not 200. So then I'm like, right, let's just type in 100. I type in 100. 100 comes out of the machine. Okay. So I'm like about to take the 100 out of the machine. And then he goes, but he, but he tries to grab, he tries to take it first. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. First, you have to suck my dick. And I was just like, oh, wait, no, no, no. Just give me the money for a second. So I, I take the money in my hand. And then I pretend to get a call on my phone from Robin. So I answer my phone or answer my phone. I don't actually answer my phone, <laughs> but I, I pretend to answer it. And I'm just like, oh, hi, Robin. Oh, you're not feeling well. Oh, okay, no worries. Like, I'm, I'm coming back now. Don't worry. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm going to be there soon. Don't worry. Don't worry. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And so I, I pretend to hang up. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. My friend is really sick right now. I need to go and help her. And I think he just gets distracted by that. Um, but I still have the 100 pounds. So he was there thinking, like, I'm going to suck his dick or something. I'm like, no, 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 no. My friend is sick. <laughs> so we start walking back to the club. And he, like, walks towards the beach into the sea. And I'm and, like, not into the actual sea, but, like, onto the beach, basically. And I'm like, wait the fuck. I'm, I'm responsible for this person now. I need to make sure that they're okay. <laughs> So I like drag him back and then he just starts like going on being like, I am going to be a millionaire one day. I am going to be a millionaire. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Like me too. And he's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. You're not going to be a millionaire. And I was like, you fucking bad. <laughs> you fucking bitch. Like, what the fuck are you on about? How dare you say that? So in that moment, I was like, you know what? I just took a hundred pounds from you. But like, I'm not even like, you're, you're your attitude is disgusting so I don't even feel bad about it like I finessed 100 pounds off you I completely finessed 100 pounds off you anyways we keep walking back to the club and I we meet these people on the way and I start talking to them and he just like walks off I don't even know where he went but I'm just like to these random people I just got 100 pounds off this boy and they were like what and I was like yeah and um that's the story like obviously that story in the end like Robin was like upset because she was like where the fuck did you go and I was like I'm so sorry like I went to the ATM with a boy anyway so I don't recommend that because your friends don't leave your friends when you're out bad idea but um yeah I actually can't believe that happened like I got a hundred pounds off a random in a club because he was cocky and said he had money like he walked himself into it um and I didn't have to do anything for it like Holy shit, I'm kind of shook at my 2018 self, like, oh, oh, sorry, I actually also forgot. So, the next day, um, after that happened, I had also been talking to his friend. His friend messaged me and said, oh, like, how did you get on last night with my friend? And I was like, oh, yeah, it was cool. And he was like, yeah, he's saying to everybody that you slept with him. And I was like, what? No, I didn't. <laughs> so this boy that I took the 100 pounds off, 
basically ended up telling everyone that he slept with me. Like, that's the kind of boy that we're dealing with here, okay? Like, <laughs> there was just, I mean, that just makes me even happier that I took his money. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. Like, you can't go around telling people that you slept with me when you didn't. So he basically ended up lying to all his friends. So that's the kind of person that I was dealing with. So these cocky motherfuckers, sometimes you just got to take their money in order for you to win. <laughs> yeah, those two stories, they're both from 2018 and um, they're kind of like the sugar daddy experience. I don't know. The first story, the Russian mafia guy, he was like 37, I think. And then this guy in Brighton, I think he was like the same age as me. Um, but yeah. I benefited from both of the experiences, but I'm not saying that anyone should do it because it might not be safe or it's, yeah, it's a low chance that it's going to be a safe experience. Thankfully for me, I was okay with both of those experiences. Nothing bad happened, but yeah, this is the shit you can't make up. So I hope you guys were entertained <laughs> because honestly, like when I look back, I'm like, that was some very funny times. And um, yeah, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, guys. Don't forget to um, follow the podcast on Instagram at, um, fuck, what is it? Y-C-M-T-S-U podcast. It's like the initials if you can't make this shit up. And um, yeah, let me know anything you want me to talk about. And, um, yeah, I love you guys all so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I'll see you back here in two weeks time. Oh, go subscribe to my YouTube channel as well. Um, the link will be in my Instagram. But yeah, because I also want to bring out some YouTube videos or I want to keep bringing out YouTube videos because I already have some on my channel. And yeah, hope you guys enjoyed. Um, stay safe, have fun. That's the thing, like be safe, but have fun. I'm a hypocrite for saying that. But anyways... Love you guys so much. See you next episode. Bye.